Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the archers with me, Harriet Carmichael, Lucy Freeman and Mr Newbie. Before we dive in, let's remind ourselves of what happened last week with Lucy's Week in Ambridge. <coughs> you know the part where I said I was all organised and ready this week? Yes, I noticed yeah. now something's gone wrong There's in the no... script. <laughs> no, it hasn't gone wrong in the script, but I've lost the monologue. Oh, there it is. I found it again. Hoorah! There's just a sort of like cursor paused waiting for your monologue. Is it? Yes. Well, no, it's here. It's here. It's here. Okay. Okay. We began the week at Bridge Farm with Pat whinging this time because Tom had made her a gorgeous breakfast for her birthday. I don't know why he didn't just whack around there with a welly. It sounds like she'd prefer that. They're not exactly flexible at Bridge Farm, are they? I don't recall any problems when the sainted Helen moved back in. All was gas and gaiters then. Now it's don't touch my mug, that's my shelf. Like a student house when Flavia's pissed everyone off by cooking fish pie and leaving the dishes. Pat's biggest complaint was that everyone was being too nice to her. I wouldn't be too nice to you, Pat. I'd push you down the bloody stairs. To be fair, I did think she might have a point about the candlelit bath, though. They're more trouble than they're worth. You get our make from holding up your book. You worry you're going to set your sponge on fire with the tea light. The water goes cold really quickly and you have to put everything down to turn the hot on again and then worry your hairs are light. And it looks so sad when you've blown all the candles out. So no scented candles, but maybe Pat and Krusty could move in together and beat each other with nettles every time they have a happy thought. Roy's unusual suggestion for helping Mike control his incipient diabetes was suggesting his dad stayed at Brookfield, home of the lemon drizzle. Is he after the inheritance? Is Jill in on it? I don't know why Jill's trying to kill him, but it must be some sort of deal with Roy. Not content with loading Mike up with caster sugar while he's painting Rickyard, she's now sidling out of alleyways to press a warm wrap of Eccles cake into his hand. (laughs) Here you go, just to keep you going till the next drop. There might be a taster of pure insulin in the next one. See how you like it. (laughs) Over at Brookfield, there was a lot of boring stuff about a carbon audit planting trees (laughs) and Terry, who along with having two phones, is now a geophysicist. He kept that quiet. (laughs) The old fluted mint paint job went down like a cup of cold sick with Pip and her and Josh had the fastest family rift and reconciliation in history, facilitated by a one-eyed milkman. That's Ambridge. (laughs) Alish wants a job with Stella. She talked about the elephant in the room. It's pink over there. Can you see it as well? Stella said, no, then yes, then no. Oh, she'll fit in very well in Ambridge. Alice didn't bear a grudge, but met up with Amy instead, who was walking a dog called Joby, who appeared to be sawing a small log. Alice joined her and they both barked at Sabrina Thwaite until she ran away. Hazel was using her fading away voice again, as she always does when someone won't do what she wants. Peggy tried to do that truly teeth-grinding thing of making someone else ruin their own party by inviting someone vile so that they can feel virtuous. (laughs) Peggy, have your own bloody party and invite her to that. Anyway, it all got fixed, because to add to Hazel's other lovely qualities, she's an eavesdropper. So now she's going, having been surprised to find out that everyone hates her. It is astonishing what a cowardly shower of shits the Bridge Farm archers are. (laughs) Hazel has behaved appallingly throughout her life. The whole family knows it, even Hazel herself. She overhears them discussing this well-known fact and they all immediately start dobbing each other in. (laughs) Peggy said, I was trying to get Toby Tony to be nice, but he just wouldn't. Tom said, it wasn't me that was horrible to you, it was Dad. There's things floating at the bottom of the sea with more spine than the bridge farm archers have between them. Mike the Dalek left. 
trundling slowly out of the village, waving his antenna in farewell and cramming a last custard slice into, well, I've no idea what Daleks cram their food into and I don't really want to dwell on it, thank you. But anyway, he's gone after a manly hug with Roy and a threat to return, looking like the cover of Men's Health. And the good news is that Tom and Natasha are not having a chipolata. They are having toad in the hole. Not just one sausage, but a whole toad. So stand by to hear Pat saying that she'd have preferred triplets, Tony. The end. Two toads. Two toads, yes. Two, abrasive two, toads. Two abrasive, two, two tiny toads. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Uh, well done. That's considering your your recording from your hospital bed. <laughs> we did pretty well. I'm not recording from a hospital beep, bed. Beep. Lucy's asked everybody to turn their sats monitors yes. down. <laughs> There's people blue. There's people going blue and flailing around in the corner. If they but, need you know. resuscitating, she'll just ask them to hang on for a sec. Darling, darling, <laughs> recording. Shh, shh, keep it down. Thank you. Uh, but uh, do you want to reassure the listeners? Yes, I'm not you... dead. Look, I'm still here. <laughs> She's not me. dead, everybody. <laughs> Harriet tried <sighs> her best, but no, I'm still here. <laughs> Tap once for yes. Those, uh, those, uh, those pink shrimpy sweeties <laughs> I sent you in the post. The contaminated <laughs> ones. <clears throat> um, but you're still ill. Yes, I... Um, Went to hospital. I didn't stay in overnight. I was in and then I was out and then I was in again. I said, please don't make me stay overnight because it's so horrible. And they said, all right, but you've got to be back again at nine o'clock tomorrow morning. So I said, all right. Oh, um, God. Because I just can't sleep in hospitals. And no, I decided that it, would it make me much awful. worse. Oh, awful. Um, it made you ill. So uh, they thought I had a clot on my lungs, which is why they were all very panicky panicky. But I haven't. Uh, but what I have got, excitingly, is pleurisy. Uh, oh, that's so Victorian. I know. <laughs> I was thinking it's either smallpox or pleurisy. Smallpox is the one that scars your face. Yes. Pleurisy is the one that just means you have to wear a white nightgown and yeah. hold an oil lamp and stuff, doesn't it? Yes, and lay on chaise long with one hand dangling on the floor. That's what I thought. <laughs> Talk about your nerves. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping to segue into the vapours. After this, I'm just going to go straight into the vapours. Have a fit of them. I don't know but, what they are either. Are you, are you sure? Like, are you, are you, are you at some really old-fashioned <laughs> hospital? From the dream, 1900s? Maria? I think so. <laughs> Who's ever got pleurisy since Vic- Queen Victoria? Well, me, clearly. Um, what is it, though? Is it like pneumonia? It's an infection of the lining of your lungs. Oh. Is that like pneumonia? Sort of, I think. I don't know. And what does it mean? Is it treated with antibiotics, then? Well, they've now given me such strong antibiotics... That I'm not kidding. When you take them, you have to stand up for half an hour afterwards. You can't <gasps> lie down. No. Yes. In case you peg out. In case they they are. I don't know. They do something, and it can't. Whatever they like do, they can't. They can't do it in your in your in your standing um, up for in your tract. They have to do it once they've hit your stomach. Whatever it is that they uh, do. Oh, so it's to help the gravity, is it? I don't know. I, I, she just because the first time I didn't know that, and I took them, and then I vomited them straight back up again. Oh my god! How, and then they said, so "No, no, dramatic. no! It's it's um, you have to take them." Wow. And I had to have injections in my stomach to break down a oh. a clot in case I had a blood clot because oh, that's what they were mate. frightened of, and it was oh. all very. I think I had that actually after giving birth to Rex. Really? In my bum. You have to do, I think once you're past a certain age having had a baby, to prevent blood clotting, you have a an injection in your oh. bum every night for about 10 days. Oh. Yeah, I think it's standard now to, oh. to prevent clots. Ah. Yeah, not very nice though. No. Oh, God. Um, so yes, and so I had a CT what, scan. So the, what the antibiotics have made your blood um, clot then? Oh, no, because you've got, no, because they thought you had a clot. Yeah. Yes. Oh, then I had a CT scan and they said, you haven't got a clot, but there's something else going on and we need to find out what that is. And then they said, we think you've got lung scarring from COVID oh. plus a chest infection plus pleurisy all at once. Oh, you are, you've been so unlucky with COVID. But do you know what? These antibiotics are so strong. I think I'm probably now immortal or bionic. Uh, and but... probably <laughs> I could be hit by a car and nothing would happen. It would bounce <laughs> off. You should just go and have some fun, Lucy, while you while you are immortal. <laughs> End up back in A and be like, "It's fine, guys. I'm on these ama- as long as I don't ever sit down. As long as I remain standing up for 48 hours a day, <laughs> I'll be fine, guys." <sighs> 
Oh, poor you, though. You've had a right old rocky run. Do you know what? You got the wrong COVID, though. I did, didn't I? you should have got some Omicron. And you obviously got the old Delta. I know. I went vintage because I thought you were oh, safer going with, no, you know, old no, school. No. And I should have gone for the nanotechnology. Oh, it's a nightmare. Because they say Omicron is less likely to go to your yes. uh, chest. Yes. Oh, you did. You got it the wrong time. I know. Timing so has never sorry. been my forte. Oh, but 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 all these anecdotes, all the twitters. You got <laughs> out of it. it was great. It is the best place on. to do um to do uh people watching. It is brilliant. How many people? In fact, Mister Newby accused me of wanting to go back again on Wednesday just so I could do more. I was going <laughs> to <watching>. say. <laughs> He's going to end up that they've sent you home because you just want to sit there going. And then what happened? <laughs> Did you take a few people's numbers <laughs> to, to report back? Because you could do a podcast about it, you know, like Hospital Rover. Oh my god! And then you could report back, you know, go back every six months and then check yes, up. Just on check how none of them have died. <laughs> did um, Did you sell any of them, Ambridge on the couch? Um, no. Funnily enough, they were all a bit preoccupied, what with the whole lung thing. Yeah, but podcasts, <laughs> and, you know, that's because actually that's, it's so boring while you're waiting in a hospital, yeah. isn't it? I know, actually, but you dare not listen some... to anything because then they call your name. It was well, like... Do they, don't they come over to you? They're like whirling dervishes, the doctors, oh. because they're so busy. Yeah. And also the systems are so useless. Honestly, I was sitting on, on in, in, in one of the endless queues for something or other, uh, X-ray or CT scan or something, and uh, they, they, within the space of 20 minutes, the same door was opened 17 times by different members of staff saying, is this room for... Oh, sorry. Is this room for... Oh, sorry. And I was thinking, uh... there must be a way of letting people know that there's somebody in that room. Yeah, but- they could have all been COVID covers and not known the hospital very well and just been looking for the toilets. No, they were looking to find a free room to put their patient in. Oh, and you mean they should have like an on-air yeah. light yes. outside? I mean, yes. It's a bit weird that there's nothing to just, you know, like you'd have an old school yeah. hotel one. Even a piece of paper would do. Occupy. Yes, go away. What, but... So they come in and you're sort of standing there in your bra because yeah. you're not allowed to sit down. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> They're probably just having a laugh. But then they, <laughs> then they come rushing along and they shout, Lucy Freeman, Lucy Freeman. No, okay, right. And then they roar off down the other end of the corridor. You think, shit, <laughs> I've been, was just, that me? Oh, God. You've just taken your earbuds out. Exactly. That's me. Honestly, I was, it was a brilliant true podcast, but please, I, I just I just had to listen to the end of it because otherwise it wouldn't have known if she was guilty. Okay, fine. At one stage, I was looking out for one lady's husband who she, she said, I've just got to pop down and see my husband. If, in the car park, if if they come, could you tell them that's where I am? So I said, yes, okay. And she said, it's Sue. So I said, Sue, right, okay, so if they call for Sue. <laughs> then another lady came along and she said, do you have a, um, a, a, a Samsung charger? And I said, no. And she said, I'm going to go and find one. I'm going to the nurse's station. If they call me, it's oh, Gloria. No. So I said, oh, right, okay, see. so Sue, Sue's in the car park. <laughs> Gloria's, it's like one of those parlour games thing. And then another lady came and said, I'm absolutely desperate for the loo. The only one I know I can find is by reception. If they call me, it's oh, Louise. And I'm like, fucking oh, no, I can't remember all these people. I don't know and where you're all going. So I was you sitting rub, there. your tummy and yeah. patting your head at the same time. So I was time. sitting there going, Louise is in the loo. <laughs> Sue is in the cup. Gloria's in the cup. Yeah. No, uh, Sue. Gloria's in the, in the cup. Gloria's in just charging her phone in the car park. I can't Sue's remember. Sue's in the loo. Gloria's in the. Oh God. Gloria's with the doctor. No, not the wrong doctor. Oh, what a horrible nightmare, Lucy. You just well, got it kept up and me busy. Sat, sat behind reception yeah. to make life easier. By the end, after this ridiculous 17 people going in, opening the door, saying, is anyone in here? We were all shouting, it's busy! Because we were so fed up with watching them do it over and over again. Like cuckoo clocks in reverse. Oh, dear. It sounds quite fun. Well, it was, but there's no time to listen to a podcast. You're too busy trying to keep the hospital going. (laughs) Sounds like none of the times I've ever been in hospital. <laughs> That's because like, you didn't have a Victorian disease. I was going to say, sounds like you were in a hospital sort of during a, I don't know, a Miss Marple episode or something. Well, I, everything in my life gradually turns into a Miss Marple episode, whether I want it to or not. So there we are. But I did start listening to uh, The Coming Storm. It's good, isn't it? Oh my gosh. It's it's uh, it's, it's really ter- good. It's terrifying. Terrifying. But it's never, I've never thought like that before. No. But when you, re- it all starting to make sense. Yeah. And so many 
yeah anyway we wait there's just so many coincidences when you think oh my god Mm. yeah anyway but um we should probably talk about the other thing yeah oh thanks Rufus is just oh my these are what we canapes (laughs) thank (laughs) you so nice (laughs) I've got a little bowl of olives crisps and my virgin gin and tonic uh what virgin no what's the word virgin Virgin? no yeah you know like it's got no alcohol in it so it's a virgin and tonic virgin and my virginian tonic chars chars hang on i can't do that with mine i've got i've got honey and lemon oh lucy (laughs) one day in about five years you might be able to have a drink again and enjoy it at my age every day's a blessing love (laughs) i just gotta make the best of it you know what i mean i wake up in the morning and i think well girl you're here for another day make the best of it it's what you've been saying to people every day all week isn't it yes i've been i've been sitting by a bus stop hoping that somebody will say to me how are you love so i can tell them yeah mustn't complain just a little bit of oh just a little bit of pleurisy (laughs) but you know it's nothing like other people have got i've got to remind myself of that and i came through the war so there we go nothing like tuberculosis (laughs) talking Um, of that hazel woolly's sick voice Loving oh, love Hazel Woolies. Love... Please don't go, Hazel. Please don't go. That's what I was shouting at the end of the week. A lot of people were shouting a lot of things this week, according to our emails that we've had. People have been getting very shirty. But it's funny that the, that my, both, it seems like this is the end for Mike and Hazel. Yeah. But both but, in the same way. One of them yeah. having a really positive experience of Yeah. Ambridge I wondered if one. that was deliberate. Do you think that was a, like a nice little parallel yeah. thing? Do yeah. You think it was? Yeah. Oh, right. I thought it was just coincidence. It's written, so I don't think there is coincidence. <laughs> I didn't realise it was sort of so poetic and... Uh, Thought about. Novel-like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they often do parallels, don't they? They'll do a parallel of a family that doesn't talk compared with a family that does yeah, and all that yeah. sort of thing. But um, but I really... Well, I don't want Mike to go, but he sort of has to. If, if they're not going to bring Vicky and Bethany yeah. back, he has to. But I, I don't want Hazel to go because she's been great material. Yeah. And she's been in it. And also, I don't really don't really know why they brought her back, really. Except to get Tom and Natasha out of the flat. And then back in again. Yeah, but they're not back in because no, someone else is Stella coming. No, Stella is, isn't she? Do you think it is as boring mm. as Stella? Yeah. Because oh, I think so... they were trying to make us think it was... Mike or somebody or Rob. Oh, yeah, Rob. Oh, no. Because I just thought if it was Stella, that's sort of a bit boring. And why would you have conflict with Stella? So I thought it had to be someone dramatic. Also, why, how, how did it happen so quickly? You know, like if it happened in the space of 12 hours or whatever it was, there must have been something a bit dodgy going on. Oh, the, yeah. Well, because Stella said, anyway, I've got to go and... Oh, do did that. she say something? She, all she said was, I can't, when Ed wanted to talk to her, she said, I can't really stop because I've got to go and... Oh, did she say I've got a meeting with someone yeah. about a flat? Yeah, a she shop. didn't say about... <laughs> that would have been a bit of a giveaway. <laughs> she said, I've got to go and have a meeting oh. with someone. And I, oh, I don't know, I just annoying. thought it might Only be because that. it was left on a, you know, it was the end of the <gasps> I episode. I never thought of Rob, though. Well, I only because Imagine it was the, it was a duh, duh, duh moment. Yeah. I thought, uh, but then if it's it will be Stella, it'll be boring. Yeah. But I was racking my brains to as mm. to who it could be. But then, but then, yes. Yeah, so I was thinking, but then, why did they bring Hazel back? Was it just to have her back for sort of the fun of it? And, and also, get... I think it was to remind us all that she owns half the village. Well, that's why. Because <laughs> she keeps was... listing all the properties, doesn't she? But <laughs> then that's why I was hoping it's sort of um she will come back because i ended up i don't know it's hard i think she's played it brilliantly in her sort of coming by coming back and being because i have felt a bit sorry for her at times although she is wicked and evil there have been moments where i've thought oh oh i do, I do feel sorry for you because well, unpleasant she... people end up on their own don't they and yes that's and then i sad and, I think... and that makes you feel Sorry and clearly for she did come even back. Even though they are unpleasant. But her reasons for coming back, which at first we, we thought were dubious, I think were genuinely yes, because, she yeah. mi- because she had because she'd had COVID and was ill like you with pleurisy and had been sort of <laughs> Standing dreaming. Standing up for months and wanted to 
yeah, she find wanted something else to lean up against. Yeah, she wanted <laughs> a comfort blanket, and she saw yeah. Ambridge as that. Yeah, and really did think she was going back into the bosom of her family, but because she can't help being awful mm. she you know has ruined it for everybody mm. but i felt a bit sorry for her when uh, but yeah anyway especially yesterday when she was saying when she genuinely seemed sorry that you know that tom and natasha mm. couldn't move back in i don't think she's capable of feeling anything genuinely but, though but that's why i feel sorry for her yeah because she will you know it's sad that she can't yeah. be a nice person ever yeah she has to always ruin it by yeah her evilness coming out yeah and i really loved peggy peggy is such a good actor isn't she mm -hmm. at the age of yeah 158 yeah she was but she's so good isn't yeah. she she i i felt i really really felt for peggy this week because she was so desperately trying to be a kind stepmother mm. and you know and and i felt so gutted for her that um hazel heard tony mm. you know and 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 peggy sort of trying to make amends i just thought she was amazing mm. in, in her sort of performance this week yeah yes i actually loved this week this week i thought every episode's been brilliant what did you think of the pat moaning about her birthday I, that that episode was brilliant in fact i just this week i was like this it started off because it started off with that didn't it mm -hmm. and it was just so great and funny i don't know why now i can't really remember <laughs> i remember thinking this is going to be a blinding week because i liked the fact that she actually just did was instead of moaning about it did just go oh for, you know don't yeah. smother me yeah i can't bear you being because i don't know it was after that awful blouse scene I was really glad that a bit of normality crept yeah. back in. And because Pat can't stand... Um, yeah, at least she was being direct then. Exactly. She was being Pat. Rather than... Yes. Yes. She and, was being not, direct. But yeah, she was but, still moaning to Tony about, I just want muesli. They've done all this lovely I, breakfast. I was thinking, bloody hell, I wish someone else would do it. When someone would do me a lovely know, breakfast. But when, but when she just had it out with Tom, Tom she's like, you're, you're just... I just yeah. want a shower rather You're than stagnating me. in a bath with I, candles I was, because I was just laughing so much at Tom putting <laughs> up a bathroom cabinet on her birthday in, in the hallway I as well felt, the silly idiot I just felt the, ir the irritation yeah. really struck a chord with you'd me you'd rather block the hall here Tom <laughs> oh it'll be done soon because we used to do these I, I could see my mum and Pat in a way like you know when you're just you know, they're they're trying to get ready for a dinner or something. And yeah. you're like, oh, well, just, can you just hang on a minute? Because I've just decided to paint the bathroom yeah. wall. And they're like, would you, mind, would you make me mind doing it on a, di on a different day, darling? I know you're trying to be helpful. But, you know, when you think you're helping and, but, and you're... We're going absolutely... to bath the dog. No, not now. Not now. No. You're really, yeah. or you're like, oh, mum, I know, I really think you need a manicure. I'm too busy. I've got 150 people coming. I do not want a manicure. Just, I loved Pat's irritation, and I loved Tom's foolishness, and and but I loved. I don't know. There was something funny. It was really well written. I loved the flagging up of the. Oh, I better go. I've left my tools all over the hallway. <laughs> clunk, clunk, clunk. Ah! <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Natasha. <laughs> I was actually thinking. I think you'll find that the babies will be protected by the pelvis. I was going on. to say, I mean, aren't they just like a load of swirly but blobs? I, but actually, I didn't realise she was so early, did you? No, I didn't. When she said nine weeks, I thought, crikey, I you barely had sex. Well, exactly. Because nine weeks is actually, you have to add two from your, you have to add two, don't you, when you're pregnant, I think. So even when you're not pregnant, you're like two weeks pregnant. I seem to remember this. So really, she's only seven weeks. The babies are like seven, I, I can't really remember, but it, they're very tight. They must be teeny weeny. Yeah. Because if she, it's like when people show you pictures and it just looks like a weather yeah. map, and you think, I don't know what I'm looking. Is this is this a, is this a turbulent front coming in from Siberia or is it your child? I don't know. But I was, I, I knew, I knew from the tone of the episode that it wasn't going yeah. to be bad news. <coughs> yeah. And and so actually, and then it was really joyful. I thought when they went, um, but then Pat again went, oh. <laughs> She had another, she Episode. had another orgasm. <laughs> oh, 
when Tony was like, oh, 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 not the, them, Pat. No, not her, them. Oh! <laughs> but I thought that was a really, there was a warmth and, yeah. and, and sort of, I don't know, bubbliness about yeah. the beginning of the week. Yeah. That I really liked. Well, I'll tell you what, they ain't never going to get a double buggy up them stairs to the flat. It's okay because Tom's found one that'll go through a door. <laughs> yeah, but it like, won't go. The st- like, oh, no, oh, but they're not in the shop now anyway, are they? But I wouldn't get a double buggy nine weeks, would you? No. Because especially And I tell twins. you what, there's no way Natasha would have a second-hand one. <laughs> would she? Yes, but they're £1,200 otherwise, Lucy. Yes, but that's what she'd like. She'd want <laughs> to have the equivalent of a Range Rover Vogue in pushchair form. <laughs> I don't know, though, because I think she is quite... Um, I think this is going to be the making of Natasha. I think well, she's going to have Well, I hope a, so, because gonna, she's going to struggle with twins if it isn't. Well, also, in that in that tiny flat, they're going to struggle with twins. But they're not in the tiny flat, are they? Because Stella's no, going to be in the tiny but flat. Tom, but, I mean, Hazel had a point. Why would you... Yes, wanna, yes. If you're having twins, why yes. wouldn't you go out of town a bit and get a slightly bigger place for less yes. money? Yes. Um... Is it, but, are we going to be playing? No, that? but you know what I loved. Sorry, just it's just I just haven't. This is random, but um, when <laughs> Hazel was like moaning about Jim. Oh yeah, I can imagine him. And then <laughs> Peggy went. Well, to be fair, he's much older than you, Hazel. <laughs> oh, but he wouldn't bring them up the stairs. <laughs> I yes, she I did ask down, him. Yeah, which is really. And then really he grudgingly he did it. I could just imagine Jim slinging. <laughs> slinging carrier bags of yogurt across the kitchen but i think i liked peggy because she doesn't talk to many people in that she's usually quite sort of um bossy isn't Mm. she and and um matron and grand you know grandmotherly and spiky but with hazel she is quite deferent what's the word deferential deferential and so it's Mm. sort of brings about a softer side of her which i quite like yeah well she's like you she she feels sorry for Hazel because Hazel cannot be nice. Yes, and she? she loves Jack. Yeah. And she and she feels guilty yeah, that she she Peggy feels that she could she probably couldn't mm. have done, but that she could have done more. Mm. Poor yes. old Hazel. Not poor she's old never Hazel. Been, my but she's never been loved, has she? Except by her daddy. Mm. She got kids, Hazel. No. No. No, she, she hasn't, hasn't got, got any anyone. family. That's no. how she ended up. Yeah, well, that's back in Ambridge, then. thinking that. You know, it's sad, Lucy. Mm, maybe. Um. Anyway, moving on. Uh. uh what and the mic, the mic stuff was great. I thought it was a really good twist. The, yeah. Because you know, I just assumed he was him and Vicky weren't getting on. Yeah. And then for it to be dived, I thought I was so clever. I was absurdly happy when um, uh, Roy's. Oh God, what's her name? Gone blank. Roy's daughter. What's Phoebe. She called? Phoebe said, oh, of course they're getting on all right. Did you, yeah. you know, did you, you saw how they were at New Year's Eve and I thought, oh, I'm glad that yeah, they're happy. me too. <laughs> me too. I mean, that's what I liked about this week. It was sort of stress-free in a way. Yeah. Especially the beginning. Like, you know, actually, it, I mean, it was, it was a serious reason he was there, but it all made sense. Yeah. It perfectly made, but it wasn't, um, un, you know, it wasn't silly. It was, mm. it was very clever, I thought, and... And, and it made total sense of Mike's, uh, you know, sort of playing dumb a bit. Yeah, yeah. Deliberately absenting himself from yes, Vicky yeah. and everything. And, yeah, uh, and all the, you know, binge eating yeah, and the curries. And, and, and worrying about, you know, what happened to Betty and stuff. I still remember yeah. Betty dying. And then, and then even like Susan telling Roy he, Mike was going <laughs> to run, run a, a marathon, marathon made me laugh. <laughs> um. And, oh, you've just made Although, me remind. Oh, sorry, you were going to say No, something? no, no, carry on. But what was sad about that whole thing was when Mike said, oh, Bethany's going to be nine. Yeah. And then he mentioned her once again and said, oh, because she's got downs. Although mm. I don't know why he mentioned. But then after that, I thought, oh, you've meant, Bethany's been mentioned two or three or four times, but we haven't learned anything about mm. her. We haven't learned anything yeah. about what's what vicky's been doing in the last 10 years yeah you know how is bethany getting on at school you know how often does she see her cousins we Mm. just i felt sad that those characters were mentioned 
but they could have given us some yeah given us something yeah to well it's a shame that we've got a character with downs and the only thing we know about them is that they've got downs but exactly the, the, you know don't yeah. make people one dimension don't make them a cause and yeah and and, and nothing else no character she's um she's i was gonna say she's phoebe's sister she's not but she's roy's sister yeah and i you know you don't i, I just wanted yeah it was just sad that we that yeah. we've now i feel like we've got to the end of this and we haven't learned anything yeah more about characters that we used to know and love and i know it was a long time ago maybe lots of listeners have no interest because they did, have never met vicky and well we've never met bethany but I just, I don't, you know, even like I would have loved to have known what Vicky was up to. Is she just, you know, is she dancing still? And mm. well, Mike, like... Mike said, uh, next time, next time you come and see me, I will look completely different or something. He didn't say next time I come to Ambridge, I will look completely different. Yeah. So I think that's yeah. probably that. Yeah, but it's like, uh, it's like you know, like if you, um, if you, you know, if you, if. if if your friend or someone meets another friend and you're like, oh, well, how, what did they, you know, how, how are their kids going yeah. on? And they're like, oh, I don't know, I didn't ask. You're like, what, you didn't ask? Yeah. Text you're... them now. Ask them oh, now. Yeah, I want to know. Your... Yeah. yeah, or my, you know, whenever my husband goes out with oh, work yeah. friends. They or, never you ask. Know, friend, and you're like, oh, well, and how's so-and-so yeah. getting on? And they're like, oh, I didn't ask. You're yeah. like, what, what did you talk about <laughs> if you didn't ask how their kids are doing, how their wife is? Yeah. <laughs> literally what did you talk about it wasn't about their personal life <laughs> i did <coughs> find this week that and i think this is legacy thing and it will go mm. but every time alice is in a scene i tense up mm, me too and i'm especially I'm, with it much as i now you know amy's my new favorite character but i st- i also tense up when she's in it <laughs> <laughs> well because she's a completely the energy just no it's just because the energy goes down yeah. a bit doesn't it yeah when she's not being super amy yes yeah when she's and when in Alice is when being she's Clark Kent, she's quite <laughs> when they're on that bench they were flying yep in normal when they're walking time. joby stop <laughs> oh, it joby with this oh. dog going i'm going to tell sabrina exactly what i think of her yes you're a silly woman <laughs> And hey, the, would you like another look or something? And then the, the, the cringy homegirl. Mm. Hey, nobody puts my homegirl in the shade or whatever. Um. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That got a lot of um, yes. cringes on Twitter, it did. didn't it? Yes. It and really I did. hadn't even noticed it, actually. I hadn't really been listening, I think. But when that's the trouble, isn't it? If there's sort of bespoke dialogue that might not come naturally from a scriptwriter's mouth. Mm. It's quite sometimes quite hard to take, isn't it? I think. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I felt like those girl, the actors, because then there was a lot of giggling before Amy had even finished the line, and you sometimes think like you can sort of sometimes tell when they're compensating yeah. for a line that they yeah. might not say themselves. That they've just turned themselves inside out trying to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm probably reading too much into it. I'm sure it was totally fine. I think, I mean, Alice was remarkably philosophical about being fired by her own father before she'd even started. Um, well, it was stupid. Sorry, Brian, but it was stupid. Yeah. Yes, you, yes, you can. Stupid. No, no, you can't. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Well, first of all, find out. If, I suppose he did find out if there's a job. But Stella said there isn't a job. And, and then Brian he said, I just... knew there wouldn't be. So you think, so why put yeah. your daughter through that then? Surely being back in your old workplace is the worst place to yep. be. But back in the place where you were drinking on You're your supposed own to avoid situations where that might bring back memories for you of how you dealt with it the last time or things that you associate with a certain Yeah. There's a there's a thing in AA called doing a geographical where people suddenly say, I'm completely fine now and I've decided I'm going to go and live in Hawaii. And off they go to live in Hawaii. And then six months later, they come back because they realise actually they were trying to get away from themselves right. and they just took themselves with them. So when yeah. she keeps saying, I might as well move away, I might go somewhere completely different, start again, people that don't know me, that's that. That's that sort of thing playing out. But there are good reasons. You know, it makes logical sense yeah. to do that because why would you... And also to be reminded on a daily basis of all the people that you embarrassed yourself in front of, that you were rude to that discovered your failings, that know the worst side of you, and you're just having to live with them every single day. That's really hard. 
Yeah, no, exactly. But and also with Alice, I mean, she's also, I mean, has she sort of like, it's the mother thing that still bugs me. I do, mm. is the is the Martha relationship yeah. not the mother thing? But yeah. like, wh- like surely you maybe you should work on that first. <laughs> I mean, I, maybe Harriet, that's really sort of old-fashioned of me. you're going to have to let go of this. I mean, I know it's no, not, it's not even Walton's that you want, is it? It's a vague kind of no, awareness no. that the relationship between a mother and child might be quite important, which no one else seems to have clocked. I know. I just don't want mm. Martha to have abandonment issues. Yeah. Because what is, what is Alice's... I mean, you know, maybe she's doing like three days a week and she was only wanting to go back to work two days a week or she wants to go back three days a week and look after Martha two days a week. But where does Martha fit into mm. this? Is she still being shunted around or... Yeah. And... And all this, I'm going to go away and start somewhere new. Again... What I about know, Martha? Like is she, the when are you go, yeah. There's a massive sort of like, God, you know, like we all wish we could just go off on a nice holiday for a bit. But, you know, that, it's not that easy, is it? When you... Not when you've got a six month old baby, no. And it's not fair on Chris or whoever's doing the childcare because yeah. Chris has a job too. Yeah. And anyway, this is silly, isn't it? I'm again thinking about it too much. But... No, but it's. We're thinking about it too much because they don't seem to have thought about it at all. Because it's all self, self, self Mm. with Alice, which, of course, I'm sure it's supposed to be you've got to mend yourself before you can mend anything else. But having said that, you've got a daughter. There is a a child who at the moment probably isn't seeing that much of her Mm. mum. And these are early days. Mm. It might be a really good time to, to bond. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> she says it upsets me Lucy. i know i, I know. can't bear to think about martha like you know being five and going yeah you know who is, is mummy yeah there's mommy coming to see me today i know anyway yeah, anyway um should we do some emails before oh, yeah. before you get tearful um good thing i'm not drinking wine lucy <laughs> um okay right then i've got then i've got a prediction Rachel Peach. Hi, Rach. Hello to my favourite silk blouses and Mr. Newbie. <laughs> silk blouses, yeah. Although I'm sure he rocks his own silk shirt, she says. <laughs> ironing, this is because I accused her of ironing in a tent last time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you mad? The last time I ironed in anger was for a job interview five years ago. Why would I iron while camping? Good point. <laughs> I did wonder. I swear to God push. it was an ironing board. I don't know what she was doing. Anyway. <laughs> But talking of Christmas, Christmas lunch <laughs> consisted of an entree of farmer's market smorgasbord, salami, artisan cheeses, Ooh. olives, pickles. The main wow. event was barbecued steak of the finest quality and the traditional Christmas dessert down under is pavlova, which we had topped oh, with yeah. ripe mango and finger limes. Oh, my God. Pavlova is my favourite pudding. Mine too. Why didn't I have that at Christmas? Because you I had... steak? You had what? what did you you had you I had, had some turkey. you had some horrible gold pudding from Aldi didn't no, you? No, I, I actually actually my no my sister in law made a Yule log, oh. and then my um I bought my dad a Christmas pudding. Ah, okay, yeah. Me oh, and the mini peaches, the peach pits. Oh, this little there are mini peaches, Lucy. <laughs> Why didn't we know? They're going to have their own TV series, I like think, Bluey. I think they're about 18. But anyway, oh, me okay. and the mini peaches love listening to you, lovely ladies, Mr. Newbie. And we had tears running down our faces listening <laughs> to your review of the panto and knowing that Tom spent quite some time in a tent with a towel over his head to muffle the bird noise, reciting his lines over and over and giving it the full Hemsworth. Keep up the good work, Rachel. Uh, Rachel, I... thank you for lending us your husband. You're very you. kind. Sorry, I, sorry, I sorry. I listened sorry. back to that and... I, I just it just made me like weep all over again. <laughs> I just so sorry for Tom and his family, but the, the fact that he's in, but I'll never think of him with an English accent. <laughs> no, I can't. Because you I can't, can't say think of, hi, Tom. <laughs> I want all of them to speak like this. <laughs> I, like, I want a Tom to talk like that, like he was. <laughs> And also, I'm always going to imagine them like living in a little sort of camper van, going from bush to bush, ironing, ironing, <laughs> with the little mini peaches Stand, being tiny, standing up at the back, ironing. Um, Olivia Van der Werf says, "I absolutely <laughs> love your show. It is the only podcast I listen to with utter reliability. 
when I'm listening, my wife is told that I'm listening to my podcast and not to speak to me while I cook Sunday lunch and have possibly the best hour of the week. Oh, thank you. So, it's actually, it's so annoying when people interrupt your podcast, yes. isn't That's it? That's why our merchandise is going to say, go away, I'm listening to Ambridge on the Couch. Yes. Just wanted to add to the debate about Stella and the <coughs> potential for her to have a fling with Ruth. Sorry. On their first date, in inverted commas, at the bull, <laughs> Ruth pointedly said, here's your pint of Guinness, Stella. <laughs> it sounded really weird and I think it was supposed to be a clue. No drink looks more like what it is than a pint of Guinness. It doesn't really need an introduction. I think that Middle England was being told that Stella doesn't drink lady drinks. Secondly, she wants to call her dog Weaver after Sigourney Weaver. If it was a tribute to the film Alien, then surely the dog would be called Ridley. But it's Sigourney Weaver that she loves. We all love Sigourney Weaver. There you go. Conclusive evidence that Stella bats for my team, she says. Oh, and her weird announcement that the only waistcoat she has is purple and puffy. That sounds like a North Face. And we do love anything that is North Face. Trust me, it is a thing. So a list of stereotypes oh are conclusive evidence that Stella is pursuing oh. Ruth. Keep up the good work, please. You're all a joy, Olivia. My God, I had no idea there were so no. many insignia. Bloody hell, I, it's going to change I, the way I go on dog walks now. But I missed the Guinness. I didn't realise she was a Guinness drinker. Yes. I mean, I know lots of um, women that drink Guinness. Well, actually, I don't really actually, that many. No. Especially now. I mean, when we were students. Yeah. But if that is the script writers... <laughs> Sort of like painting with what's it, a broad brush. That is, oh, it's a bit naughty. Isn't it? But um, well, let's see how it plays out. Yes, in her North Face. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hmm. I can't see how it would. Well, I suppose I could see how it would happen. They would just get to know each other more and more and fall the in love. The thing that's wuthering, wuthering. The thing that's wuthering me, Stella. Um. Stella, I'm calling her, oh my God. It's antibiotics, isn't it? I've not stood up enough, obviously. The thing that's wuthering me, I'm going to stick to that now. Oh, yes. Is, Will is going to fancy Stella, encouraged by... Will? Yes. Oh, Oh, yeah, of course. He's going to fancy Stella, encouraged by by Mia. Mia. He will ask her out. She'll say, no, I bat for the other team. Or she'll say, no, someone else has my stolen my heart. Mm Mm-hmm. And he'll go mad mm-hmm. because you know what he's like. Then really? he'll have to go. Then he'll have to go around the village apologising to everybody after he's burnt the bull down or something. <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to happen because no? we, we, it's like new will now. Okay, and, right. and also he's been quite shy about. I, I I actually think there might be a Will Stella love story. Uh, oh, it's maybe there'll be a Will Stella Ruth triangle with Usha in the middle somewhere as well. Oh my god, that might work. Uh, and Roy can so? join in as well, couldn't he? This Maybe is the artist of the I know, but I don't know. I can't well, see Roy and Stella. Roy and Stella, they're too... Well, it was Roy that Olivia still... that gave us those pointers. Yes. Yes, I think that that is really interesting, actually. I hadn't noticed any of that. Mm. And I particularly like the, pur- the purple jacket thing. <laughs> If I'm if I'm not sure so... about somebody's orientation when I'm on the dog walk now, I'm going to go. Is that a North Face? And if they go, sure is. I'll go. Do you I have see. a North Face? <laughs> Which jumps? way do you face? Is it North? <laughs> I can, please, Olivia. Can you send us more indications yes. when you next listen to us? We need to episode. know all the insignia so that we I can really watch like out. The... The gathering of clues yes. is excellent. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Martin Tunstall says, Hello, lovely people. Uh, a while back, you asked why no one in Ambridge had Googled what is alcoholism. Apparently, they still haven't. <laughs> I recently had my own stay in hospital. Oh, dear, after being hit by a motorbike before Christmas. Oh, my goodness. God. Oh and my had God. some head injuries. My excellent husband, important reminder, neither of us fancy Adam, even after the brain injury, (laughs) did quite a lot of research about what to expect. And the hospital even gave him a handy fact sheet. Apparently, brain liquid coming out of your ear is a bad sign. Who knew? I think brain liquid coming out of anywhere is a bad sign, personally, Martin, but something to watch out for. Is it too much to ask for anyone in Ambridge to do the same? 
You did a valiant job last week of rationalising Chris and Rory's behaviour, but I just don't buy it. Remember how supportive Rory was moving out? And now this response. It was cruel, Mm. vindictive and unnecessary. And I don't believe he or Chris would behave like this. Yeah. I almost feel a bit cross on the character's behalf that the writers are sacrificing what we know about them on the altar of a more interesting storyline. It's like a reversal of the all-too-realistic Helen Robb storyline with its slow-burn, well-researched progress. Very frustrating. I agree but i don't think we know the full story yet once exactly. we find out why rory is behaving like this or once we find out what rory is actually doing when he's not skiing and not being at university then we'll know maybe why he's being mean to alice yeah it's it's like uh he's only changed since he's been out of ambridge yeah so clearly something's happened and maybe like the guy who he's met is influencing him or yeah telling you know you know when you go out and then people go oh my god I can't believe you you know look at look what she's done and she's Mm. done this and what a bitch and da 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 and then you might sort of go back to Ambridge with all that new sort of vent up yeah yeah Yeah, I I know I know know exactly what Martin means Mm. yes but I think yeah we don't know the full story yes yet Uh, Philip Bailey oh but also I'm so sorry about the motorbike yes me too it's just awful yeah Awful. And the brain liquid coming out of your ears. But That's he didn't bad. have any brain liquid out of his ears, did he? No, but he was he was his husband was told watch out for watch brain out for liquid. It. But my friend did have brain liquid coming out of his nose. What is brain uh, liquid? I, it was after a bike accident, actually, a cycle bike accident. It was either out of his nose, maybe it was his ear. Anyway, he went to hospital because they thought he was having a you know, aneurysm or whatever, and he was fine. But it's a bit weird, isn't it? When you just have brain liquid. What is brain liquid? It's the fluid in your brain. You have fluid in your brain. I don't. You, <laughs> I haven't got a wet don't. head. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't, I think Mine is all is. sealed up. It doesn't leak out of anywhere. There, there, I think there is. It, is it like sloshing around? I don't know. Is it like blood? I don't know. I don't know. No, I think, they, I think then they'd call it blood, not brain liquid. I think liquid. it's like liquid that makes you, your brain work. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, tune in for more liquid. medical insights next I week. I wish we had like Dr. Ranj on the show. Yeah. To just in case we have emails like this, <laughs> or any time we talk about alcoholism. Lucy and Harriet or... explain brain liquid. Because <laughs> mm. yeah. no, you have fluid on the brain. Yeah. Oh yes, that's Thank on you. it though, not in it. Oh, on it. Do you know what well, you need? It, do you know what it. you have to do for 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 water on the brain? You have a tap on the head. Oh, my God. <laughs> there you are. I was writing my own cracker jokes now, so ha, ha, ha. I think that's quite insensitive, actually. Sorry. <laughs> Especially if you just had a massive head injury. Sorry. <coughs> I really have to be like your, um, the inappropriate police yes. on the show sometimes, don't you? Yes, see. you do. Like posting a picture of a possum that is fine on Twitter. Only for Mr. Newbie to come and undo all my good work. Wasn't it me? I think oh, it was you. me. It was you. It One was of me. you. Yes. Anyway, I'm just sorry. saying, I mean, I'm a bit younger than you guys. I feel like I'm a bit more connected to um, the woke generation. And that's all there is to it. Okay. <laughs> I see. Let's not talk about all the times you've had to say to me, oh, take that out, take that out, take that out. <laughs> I, I really don't want to offend anyone <laughs> ever. Oh, they me I hate. Oh. ten minutes after it's going. You did take it out, didn't you? you did take it out. <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh gosh, you're right. I am. Do you need some liquid in your throat? Oh, actually, good point. You got you got your hot lemon and ginger, haven't you? I've drank it. Oh god, that was quick. Are you standing up? Make no. sure you're standing up. <laughs> so it comes straight out again as brain liquid. I didn't stand up now. I didn't move in case water and blood and We're going to be forever paranoid. You know, brain when you have a cold, come out my ears. Quite often, liquid comes out your nose, doesn't it? If you have a cold, how do you know what it is? <gasps> Taste it. Is that my brain liquid? Do you think? <laughs> well, I'll know from the quality of the next podcast. Oh, okay, won't actually. No. Just be pretty much the I'll same. Just think. Yep. <laughs> Brain liquid's leaking again. Anyway. Dear lovely Lucy and heartthrob Harriet, I have been forced to write to you by the ridiculous antics at Bridge Farm this week. I'm seriously at the point where unless a meteorite wipes out the whole place and all its inhabitants, I may be done with the archers. This is Phil Bailey. This is... 
From Pat whining on about just wanting a bowl of muesli to Natasha's passive-aggressive <laughs> sighing via the wretched sausage boy's self-centred entitlement, I have I never you. been so cross. Even the mere mention that Helen and the boys were on their way raised my stress levels. God knows <laughs> what would have happened if they'd actually turned up. I listened to the Sunday and Monday episodes while walking to the station and as I went in and onto the platform, I noticed people were staring at me more than usual. It was then I realised that all my, oh, for fuck's sakes, and oh, just sod-offs had not been part of my internal monologue. Rather, they had been broadcast loudly to all present. So apologies to all at Exeter St David's Station on Tuesday morning and please help me to deal with this by tearing the insufferable bridge farm whinge and cringe bags to pieces. P.S. I'm the one who's kept a list of all the characters I hate for over 30 years now. All the Bridge Farm lot are now bold, underlined and highlighted. And Tom has been added three times. <laughs> Woo! Well, I, okay, so he didn't enjoy it as much as I did then. It doesn't sound like it, no. He doesn't sound was... like a happy, contented man who's had an enjoyable week's listening, I have to say. I was chuckling along. <laughs> oh, um, but hang on. Why is there only one bathroom? is the question everyone was asking, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Because this doesn't make sense suddenly. How can they all be sharing one bathroom when Helen and the boys have been staying there as well and there was no Mm. uh, sort of debate about bathroom storage? Yeah. But it did make me laugh when Tom went, um, yeah, so I'll put all your stuff in the the cabinet, Mum. And she was like, well, what? Why wouldn't... No, yeah. you'll put your stuff in the cabinet and mine will be round the sink. And then he said, oh, dad's only got... <laughs> dad's only got shaving gel and... A toothbrush and shaving gel, and I thought, yeah, and a bottle of high karate that he uses for special occasions. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I didn't understand that reference. No, but people that are my age and definitely Tony's <laughs> age will know exactly what I'm talking about. If anybody remembers high karate, especially the adverts... Then let me know. <laughs> um, <coughs> so apologies to Exeter St. David. Yes. <laughs> On Phil's behalf. He's not anyone that you should be afraid to I sit want near. Exeter St. David's to be listening yeah. and to blast the episode out. And next all of time. them to write back and go, it's all right, <laughs> it's fine. Um, Elizabeth Campion, your podcast is the only thing which makes me laugh out loud walking down the street. Oh, you should meet Phil. He shouts down the street. You can laugh at him. (laughs) I agree with the possibility that Alice's alcoholism could be a setup to the Aldridge inheritance dispute because I remembered Brian's worrying about Chris claiming a share after the divorce. I don't think Rory is failing his attachment to Jennifer. Uh, His his thinly veiled antipathy towards Alice was obvious from a mile off, but could the issue of inheritance drive a wedge between him and Jennifer? I'm afraid I can't think of a joke about this as I find the issue of inheritance quite morbid. Please keep up the good work. It is morbid, Elizabeth, I agree, but a lot of farming communities are built around inheritance and who's due to inherit the farm and the land and the there's a whole sort of custodian thing. And so no, It splits up a lot of families, doesn't mm. it? It's always about, you know, like you have brothers and sisters and, you know, they're all so close, the family's yeah. so close. And then suddenly when there's an issue with the inheritance, yeah. that's the, that'll just split the family, won't it? It's awful. Yep. Devastating. Yep. Uh, Pat Brown has emailed, and I need to apologise to everybody, and Tom Peach, who's probably not even speaking to us now, but anyway. Um, Pat said she wanted to hear The Mournful Crow, which Tom recorded. Oh, yeah. And I've lost the recording. I don't oh, know where Lucy. it's gone. That was ages ago, wasn't it? Yes, I know. Don't make and me feel And you played them to me, and the wallaby. And... Yes, I know. I played them to you, and then lost them. I don't no, know what I did. didn't we play them in the, in the podcast? We played some of them because we used them as stings. <gasps> did we not? Did we not play them all? We didn't play. No, oh, and I don't know where they've gone. Tom, please, can you oh send my them gosh. again? Could you send them in an Australian accent, though, Tom? Yeah, <laughs> with a towel over your head in the bush. <laughs> now, poor Tom, While ironing. on top of his day job and yeah. ironing and doing a panto, has now got to scrabble <laughs> around in his databases <laughs> or go back on safari to record them. <laughs> live <coughs> oh we don't ask much sorry Tom. i know i'm sorry um, um and mm-hmm. we have connie mitchell i'd like to hear the mournful crow though too okay. uh, was it like this that sounds like a creaky door no it was um it sounds like kim kardashian actually oh, yeah, it did. no no it did have a cool sound yeah 
You're right. <laughs> um, Connie Mitchell uh, said that uh, she wants to be on it for, she wants to be in the American support group. Um, Yay, she says, you can use my email to put American me on a group sport. thread. I also liked the Facebook page, so I'm following there too. If there's something else I should do, just let me know. In the meantime, thanks again for a fun panto. West blah, blah, blah. Virginia. No, she's Blue Missouri. Ridge Mountains and Missouri support group. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes. Uh, so I will have a chat with our head of... BT. Head of IT, uh, Mr. Noobs, and sort out what we can do to do an American support group and how yeah, we can sort of let great. people know that that's what it is. Yeah. Because at the moment it's all a bit disjointed. Yes. But we've definitely got um, two people in it now. Mm. Two people isn't really a support group, is it? It's a <laughs> friends. It's a hug. Yeah. <laughs> Best sort of support group. Um, yes. So that is the end of the oh, emails. I really Bye. enjoy the emails. And I was just thinking, actually, we should just do the emails. Do your monologue, then the emails. That's and right. Then I, go my, home. I love that. Because also, it really gets you, like, you know, it's so nice to remember that people are listening. I know. It's <laughs> lovely. Sometimes it's quite hard, isn't it, to start the podcast, especially on a cold. Because I've got a coat on and a scarf on and a blanket on. It's a bit, it's a bit chilly. In she's this... in bed, ladies and gentlemen. That's what she's sh- trying to say. I'm in the she's shed. She's eating olives I'm, in bed. I'm a bit cold. Oh, yeah, I've got my olives and crisps. I haven't eaten my crisps because I didn't want to incorrupt anything. Incorrupt my us. Mm. My crunching. Now you've incorrupted massively by crunching into the <laughs> microphone. Um, but I love the emails. I do, like, too. Like, so much. I Thank wish the whole you. podcast was the emails. And Lucy's monologue. And Mr. Newbie's radio show. And the odd sketch. Very odd in some cases. <laughs> do you want to do the scripty bit where the cursor oh, is flashing? I thought flashing? you were going to ask me to play my guitar. No, that's after. You've done, okay. said this bit. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, sorry. Um, hang on. Oh, yeah. And now we're crossing over to the village shop where Susan is showing an important guest around. doing in there the stockroom light should be working jim fixed it any questions as community shop manager i'm happy to help anyone from the retail federation you may have noticed my tabard it says here to help oh actually it says here to hell a bit of the peas dropped off no i'm fine mrs carter thank you i'm just Looking at Sabrina Thwaites' inventory. You're not the first and you won't be the last. When you're finished with Sabrina, do you want to come out and I'll talk you through the stock take? Nearly there, Mrs Carter. Oh, there we go. Everything okay? Yep. Bit mousy in there. I really don't want to know. Anyway, I'm struggling to get my head around some of your pricing structure, so if you could just talk me through it, that'd be great. I certainly can. It's sliding. What is? The structure. It slides up and down, depending... Depending on what? On whether or not we like the customer. For example, Jimus charges Linda £4.20 for a pack of chamomile tea bags, whereas I charge her two ninety nine. But if Natasha Archer were to come in, she'd find her muesli bars were roughly the price of a BMW. Not that she can eat muesli now. Not now she's at Bridge Farm. They only eat soup. So eventually people's teeth just give up and fall out. None of the Bridge Farm archers have any now. Just sort of vacuum pumps. I think we've gone off the topic a bit. So your prices don't reflect recommended retail prices. And that would explain the anomalies in the sales figures then. You were doing a roaring trade in spirits before Christmas and now very little. Sugar and Fish Fingers seem to be your biggest sellers. One copy of Borchester Living a month and only one magazine subscription which seems to be Big Lass Monthly. Oh yeah, that's Roy. He buys it for the... Well, actually I think he buys it for the Big Lasses. I'm amazed you've managed to keep going through the pandemic. Through the what? Sorry? 
Well, your landlord must wonder how the business functions. Who is your landlord, by the way? Oh, dunno, actually. Lost track a bit. They're probably one of the woolies. Everything in this village turns out to have been owned by either Peggy or Paisel. I dunno why they didn't call it the woolies. Call what? Nothing. Well, you're either a brilliant businesswoman, Mrs Carter, or there's some extensive fraud going on somewhere. Let's go with the first. Nothing you need to worry about. Oh, that sounds like Sabrina handing over to Jimus now. Thanks for coming by. Hope it's been instructive and don't forget, we're here to hell. Tell you what, my shall I save it for next week? What I, I think is a real, as a, a a very cool twist. Oh yes, tell me, tell me. Oh, should I not save it? Okay, all right, I'll tell you. Stella is Victoria. <laughs> Stella is. Yes, I heard you. <laughs> I'm not deaf. Victoria. <laughs> Do you think? No. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, Lucy, it's, it's going to be the twist in the tale. She is going to, she's going to come out as Victoria in the flat above the shop. Right. Don't you think that would be a great twist? But their voices were very different. <laughs> but she has special voice. No, we never heard Victoria, did we? Yeah. Oh, she did talk like this. No, she yes. didn't. Oh, <laughs> we just decided she did because it was funnier, but she didn't. Oh, did she not? No. Did she talk like Stella? No. Oh, well, how do you remember how she talked? <laughs> I didn't think she talked because I'm not listening <laughs> over the top of the sodding tumble dryer. That's why. <laughs> I think it, we just heard her creaky boots. Did we actually hear her voice? That was Natasha. Um, yes, I'm sure we did. She had a chat with Natasha. Uh, we know she had a chat. Victoria. <laughs> that I could believe. Yeah. She did. had a chat with um, with uh, Philip Moss oh. about selling the. Oh, I thought that was just our imagination. No, that okay. was a real well, thing. Anyway, uh, the odds on it. Harriet, we've been through still... this. The imagination thing is what isn't what you can't if you can't touch it or whatever. It's happening in your head. <laughs> Different. Okay, Lucy. Mm. All right then. Well, it might not happen, but it still might. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you it will happen. Oh, dear. Okay, back to um, um, Patreons. Yes, Owen. <coughs> oh, are you doing the whole guitar thing? Well, I think, I think because people are so generous, they, they deserve, deserve a, a quick little um, serenade. Okay. Our newest Patreons are Sue, Laurie, Marianne, Morgan and Laura. Sue, Laurie, Sue, Laurie, Marianne, someone and Laura. Morgan! Sue, Laurie, Sue, Laurie, Marianne, Morgan. And Laura! And God, Laura. what is the matter? Sue, Laurie, Laura, Morgan, Laura, Sue, Laurie, Morgan and Laura. Is that it? Yeah. Hooray! What a great name that all is together. Mm. Sue, Laurie, Morgan, Laura. Hooray! <laughs> Laurie, Laurie, Morgan, Laurie, Laurie, Morgan, Sue, Laurie, Morgan, Laura. Oh, when do you start drinking again? <laughs> can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I, I miss it. Uh, Have you rung your buddy? <laughs> he's, he's gone. He bought me an olive. And scarpered. <laughs> and now I'm in the shed. I'm just in a covered hat. in blankets. And hat. <laughs> <laughs> but no, thank you. <clears throat> On a serious note, Lizzie, thank you so much to all our patrons. Yes. Thank no, you very, and very genuinely, much. it's really, really kind of you. It, yes, it really it keeps is. Keeps us going. Yeah. It's a bit overwhelming, really. Um, bit, really. If you would like to come a, become a Patreon, if we you will. If you would like to have your name in a song, 
on my guitar. Sung by a heap of blankets you in could, a shed. No, you could give me the names yes. and then I could put it in a little song. Good idea. Okay. Please okay. don't ring in if you've got a complicated name. <laughs> Make sure it's sort of rhythmical. Yeah. Or just shorten it if possible. <coughs> <laughs> if it's Matt Rodriguez Fernandez, Bane. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Rodriguez Fernandez. Oh, well, he could do his own song. Isn't he? <laughs> exactly. Ruining <coughs> one of his. Um, it's dead easy to become a Patreon. You just go to patreon.com and then you just look for Ambridge on the couch and then you just follow the instructions. And they, you can do a one-time one or you can do a monthly subscription. And I think they start at like two quid or something. So no one's going to be, we're not going to be leaping into your lap and rifling in your, through your pockets, don't worry. <laughs> um, in the meantime, if you would like to contact us, you can email. But if you would like us to yes, that, that, that's rifle. a different that's arrangement. A that's another website. That's, a, that's another website and a lot more money. In the meantime, if you'd like to contact us, you can email ambridgeonthecouch at gmail.com. We are at on Ambridge on Twitter, or you can follow Mr. Newbie on Twitter at newbiecouch. And in the meantime, it's goodbye from all of us. My voice <laughs> is going now, and have a lovely week. And playing us out this time is Matt Rodriguez Payne's Cockney tribute to the Archers. Oi, oi. All oh. right, the Archers. He says right. he is working on Pride and Prejudice. Um, oh, yeah. But it's a teensy bit difficult. Um, yes. yes, how do you put it in the... Yeah. Knees up, call blimey. It's the Cockney tribute. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.